but what I find really funny and I get this whenever I end up in a queue especially in a queue where you're going you're being separated into lines and going into different cubicles I always probably because I was raised at the time of Doctor Who and I know you'll appreciate this I always think I'm going to get converted into a Cyberman Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about music, all kinds of music. Hey, I made a change there. Uh, today, I am joined by a multiple-time guest and one of my sweetest friends, Alice Ashcroft. Welcome to the show, Alice. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be on again. <laughs> yes, I am so excited. But in case someone did not hear the first two episodes, and they should... Yeah, go back and listen. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. Um, so I'm a singer-songwriter from Northwest England. Um, I release kind of pop is probably the main genre, I'd say, but it's kind of got a bit of folky vibes in there because that's what I was raised around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I release my own music about my own life. Um, yeah, and jesse has been kind enough to have me on a couple of times talking about the releases I've had over the last couple of years and I'm now currently working on my next album so he very kindly invited me to come on and talk about that which is exciting. That is so exciting I I can't wait to hear about it but in the meantime so before we hit record you mentioned uh you've gotten your first vaccine. Yes yeah I mentioned it because you've very cleverly put on your twitter name (laughs) fully vaccinated you're wearing it as a badge of honor which I think is excellent. Um, yeah, I was really lucky in I got invited earlier than I expected. So I don't know mm-hmm. how it's working because it's different by state as well in America, isn't it? How yes. they're rolling it out. Um, but at least in the UK, they're rolling it out by age group. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, of course, you have like an underlying health condition and then you get invited yes. first. Um, Similar thing here, though we've reached the point where they're now opening it to almost anyone and just pushing people. Um, we've kind of We've kind of reached a plateau where... You know, we're trying to get those, there are certain people that are just are afraid of the vaccine for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to change people's minds to say, hey, there's nothing to worry about. (laughs) This is is a good thing for all of us if we want life to get back to normal. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's it's the only way I think. It's get, I might get accidentally very political here, but other countries who locked down earlier and closed the borders and implemented good track and trace system have the luxury of waiting to get the vaccines and they have, because they've, they've got it under control, whereas at least in the UK and from what I've seen in America, but I can't, I'm not an expert on yeah. what's happening over there. Yeah. Um, we're not in a position where we can afford to wait. We've, we've either got to get the vaccine or life's not going to go back to normal. So, Absolutely. How... Um where did you get your vaccine did you what was your process of getting it so I got invited by my local doctors to go and and get it so yeah they're not rolling it out by age so first it was like over 60s and in 50s I think right now we're on over 45s okay um but I think because I have various health I didn't not I'm not like super at risk but because I I was registered with my doctors they they invited me earlier than I expected to which was really good um so I got that 
yeah like a month ago I got we I had the um the Oxford AstraZeneca one okay um which they decided on the day in the UK wasn't safe for people in my age group. oh no <laughs> statistically it's it's less risky yes. than being on the contraceptive pill and it's definitely yeah. scaremongering in the press mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I just thought it was really funny that it was on the same day yeah. I'd had mine. <laughs> I decided well, it was. <laughs> so I got the Pfizer, and and I tell you what, I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but it was amazing. You know, I got a text saying, you know, come out. And so there is this, um, not too far from my house, is a Texas Motor Speedway, this huge racetrack. Okay. And um, so you you drive into the entrance and there's people waving you and um and you you think they have like seven or eight cars lined up in different lanes and the first person stops you and says can I see your cue card you know and so I had my little bar and your driver's license and they said okay go up there and so you drove to the next one they handed you a clipboard with paper you know a document to fill out and like you know just simple questions and like okay in your car car. oh wow okay and then you drive drive (laughs) yeah and then you drive through the next that's so bizarre and you hand the paperwork and they go okay and they put um a little like sticker on your dashboard to show that you've been checked then you drive into a tent the lady says which arm i'm like well here and so my window is rode down. She <laughs> takes the needle, sticks it in my arm, puts the little thing and says, okay, go there, <clears throat> wait 15 minutes. If you have, if you're reacting poorly, mm-hmm. uh, flash your lights or honk your horn and someone will come out. And so you go and you sit in the car for 15 minutes and then they wave you out. It wow. was, it was. That's insane. It was insanely efficient and it, really it good. and I'm actually a little teary out thinking it now to think of all those volunteers and all the people mm. and they're just rolling through those people just getting it's through crazy. it. Yeah. You'll so. get this as I am. So I don't think we have the drive through ones. We have drive through testing in yeah. some places, um, but not for vaccines. I don't think. Um, but what I find really funny, and I get this whenever I end up in a queue, especially in a queue where you're going, you're being separated into lines and going into different cubicles. Yeah. I always, probably because I was raised at the time of Doctor Who, and yeah. I know you'll appreciate this, I always think I'm going to get converted into a Cyberman. Yes, like exactly. whenever I'm yeah. in a queue going into a cubicle, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get turned into a Cyberman. <laughs> well, that not to get too political is more logical than a lot of reasons why people are not wanting a, a, a vaccine. I don't think that's too political. I think it's just common sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, All right. Well, uh, so um, let's talk a little bit about your new music. So um, I want to get to the Kickstarter in a minute, but in the meantime, like uh, the last time we talked, you had had your dungarees. And uh, I love that single and I love that we had a great discussion. So you're working on a brand new full album? Yeah. So when I wrote Dungarees, I didn't really know what it was going to be a part of. Like previously, I've always worked towards like an EP or an album or some sort of collection of songs in some way. Um, And Dungarees was the first time, not the first time, because obviously I was like, I did this as a teenager, but the first time in a while where I had sat down to just write for the sake of writing. Um, and I think I might have mentioned when we were on the podcast, I can't remember, that oh, I think I might turn it into an album or I think I might yeah. put it to an EP. I wasn't really certain. 
Um, and then I was left alone with my thoughts and too much time over the last year, as I think many of us have been. Sure. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I just sort of kept writing really. Um, and so there's a few other tracks on there. Dungarees 2 <laughs> is on there. Um, and some, some of it's sort of to do with wanting to get out into the world and travel, which I think a lot of people are feeling at the moment. Um, and some of it's also about finding, like Dungarees is, I guess, um, finding comfort in your home and being comfortable and surrounded by the people that you love. Um, yeah. Well, so yeah, it's just something I've been writing over the last year and I was like, this needs to be an album, I think. <laughs> well, I know that one of the things I really liked about um, your single Dungarees is the idea that you're that you're so comfortable with someone in the relationship it feels like you know you're putting on your favorite uh pair of dungarees or jeans as we talked about last time so i i i think that's a great you know theme and a thought um the kickstarter is falling or rising by alice ashcroft Um, if you go to kickstarter and look for alice ashcroft you'll it'll come up um, I also will include the link in the um, in the show. Um, in fact, let me see if I can do this. I've never tried to do this before recording. So uh, can I, can I, can I share a screen? So yes. Now let's see if this shows up on the recording. So you can see it, right? There's your Kickstarter. Oh, and it's all in dollars. This is very exciting for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it, you've got 23 days to go. Um, so this is the thing. I'll have the link. Um, talk to me about what some of the um, tiers you're offering. Yeah. So there's a, well, first of all, there's an option where you can just pledge some money, um, <laughs> any amount of money that yeah. you like. So, because I do know that a lot of people, nowadays just stream music on Spotify, Apple Music, that sort of thing. So if you don't want to buy the music in any way, but you would like to help an independent artist record that music, um, there's an option to throw any amount of money, whether that's um, a couple of quits or a couple of dollars, I'll do American, (laughs) a couple of dollars that you'd spend on a coffee, you want to throw that at me, then I'd really appreciate that. well, there's there's other tiers where you get sort of awards for that so um for five pounds again not sure what that is that's <laughs> okay yeah we understand you get um the singles um a bit more and you can get the a, a digital copy of the album um more than that you then start to get cds um um uh, posters and things like that and then there's one tier which i'm very excited about where if you pledge um a certain amount of money i will write you a song <laughs> which oh how fun is exciting <laughs> um no one's got that one yet so mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a limited number of them as well because otherwise it might take me a while to get to yeah. <laughs> um but i just wanted to offer something kind of to say thank you to the people that support my music and are pledging and yeah i'm really excited because normally i would pay for recording and production through um the money i get from playing gigs and playing playing concerts but the last year has made that impossible to do. <laughs> so it's the first time I've ever done something like this. So mm. yeah, I'm quite excited. Terrified at the same time, as I mentioned before we started recording. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I also excited. It has to be, you know, and um, it is, it's enough emotionally to put out music and then mm. hope people like it, but then also to go there financially and saying, hey, um, if there's anything you can do to help me, 
you know, yeah. to back this art. But I think one of the beautiful things about this is um, it you're giving your fans and people who love your music a chance to contribute and make this early. So um, I hope that a lot of people uh, reach out and, and pledge and, and I wish you a lot of success. Um, is there any specific track you're especially proud of? Oh, so the next single um, that should be coming out in a couple of months, I don't know the final date. I think it's the end of June. And, oh, yeah. that's an exclusive. I've not announced that yet. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, exclusive announcement there. But um, it's called When Will I Meet You? Um, and I got the final version back of it um, a few months ago. And I listened to it and I just cried. Because okay. <laughs> I, I wrote this song and... I hope the it's kind of got two two meanings to it. One of them is you'll hear it and go, this is about relationship. Um, mm-hmm. But what it's actually about is a bit hidden. And I'm kind of excited to see if people pick up on the, the second meaning of the song. Um, but what, so I wrote that and it was a very emotional thing for me to write. And I sent it to Kaylin, my wonderful producer. Um, and then we go back and forth and we send, I send him different Uh, like melodies and he says sing this harmony and I sing that harmony and send it back to him oh nice (laughs) there's a lot of back and forth um and then he sent me he sends me demos as we're going through but it had been a while since I had the last demo and then he sent me the final version um so it had been a while since I'd I'd heard it and yeah I I hit play and then about a minute into it I was just in tears (laughs) are you are you recording at home like a home studio I am yeah um so it's the first time really that I've done this so Dungarees um the single that came out last year was was the first thing that I'd recorded at home um because the person that I normally record with he moved to London (laughs) so instead of finding someone else because we work so well together um I said I have a budget of this what do I need to buy and he sent me links to microphones and interfaces and said Mm -hmm. buy these things and I'll help you get set up so I now have like a little mini studio (laughs) here at home um so I'm recording it all myself, which has been a learning curve because I'm definitely not a sound engineer. Yes. <laughs> um, but all I have to record is the vocals. Um, Kaylin records and produces everything else. So he's definitely bringing a lot to the table. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, but that's been something I've had to learn how to do during lockdown, which has been probably something we would have to have done anyway because he now lives so far away. Um, so it probably all came at about the right time, really. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a dumb question. And but please, Phil, no, uh, you know, because this is a how much are you missing performing live? In some ways, this is a complicated question because I've been asking myself this over the last as things are opening up again. I'm like, what do I miss? I think I miss the gigs where people came to see me and they sang along words to songs that I'd written, and that's just the best feeling ever. but there were a few gigs where I would go and I was the evening's entertainment at a pub where everyone was drunk. And right. I don't miss them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we talked about before, you know, my friend Sarah Hickman um, in her early days would play it, you know, anywhere she could. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, a, you know, um, a bar, a pub, or, you know, just like a um, pizza place, right? Like just, mm-hmm. They want some musical entertainment, you know, and I'll never forget someone um, said, 
play Louie Louie, bitch. <laughs> and she's just like, I, I, do I need this? You know, you do, could, yeah. do I do I need this? <laughs> you know? And some just, people are the worst, also the best, but sometimes. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, it can be. So, yeah, I can imagine that. Um, do you have yeah, any? The ones, where, sorry, yeah. no, uh, no, the no. ones where people are listening and they come up to you and chat to you afterwards about their songs and like, yeah and what you've written and you sort of you meet so many lovely people and it's I definitely miss that that when you're up on stage and people are like actively listening maybe because I love being the center of attention Mm -hmm. (laughs) but when people are actively listening and yeah and when they sing your songs back to you that's that's an amazing feeling and I I really miss that it's been over a year since that now yeah I bet I could do that yeah Yeah. um (laughs) so once again um kickstarter uh yes. go ahead and plug it again um yeah so you can find my kickstarter on my website aliceashcroft.com forward slash kickstarter um i'm gonna make that link live as soon as we're fin- finished recording <laughs> okay. um so you can find all the links to it on there um just any any amount that you can if if you would like to i'm also aware that this year has been really tough for a lot of people financially so please only pledge if you can afford to and would right. like to um but any amount at all is appreciated and um, i'm going to be so grateful <laughs> as you said even a couple of quid even a couple yeah. of bucks helps it makes a difference that's appreciated yeah, absolutely uh well i just pledged so i'm excited to uh get new music from you and see what's going on um so what else is going on are you doing new episodes of your podcast oh yes i've sent out invitations to people to come on the next series which is exciting various authors and writers um which yeah is it's all going quite well I'm, I'm quite excited by that at the moment I've sort of taken taken it in a new direction um so I'm changing the format slightly but yeah that's going to be starting to record over the next few months with a new series I hope in September coming out um and remind everyone the podcast name so the podcast is called in our own words um and you can find a link to it at alizashcroft.com forward slash podcast <laughs> um yeah, and it's, it's really good fun. So if you like writing, be that songwriting, which I imagine many of your listeners do, <laughs> um, or writing books or using words to tell stories, then it's a podcast that I hopefully, hopefully you'll enjoy. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Alice, thank you so much for joining me for a very quick talk. Um, I know you that so you much. and I could talk another hour just catching up but i don't know how entertaining that would be to our audience um but wish you great success on the kickstarter uh, i so i'm much. i'm i will certainly be doing my part to promote it and i just appreciate you so much um one more time um your website and twitter handle and instagram go ahead and give us your social media plugs okay so um my website is alishashcroft.com um my usernames on all social media except tiktok because it was already taken are the music of alice (laughs) good all right well go check her out please support her listeners um this is the first podcast i've done in a while uh you guys uh, all know the medical issues i'm fighting so i want to take just a few minutes of alice's time to thank everyone for the lovely words of encouragement and the support, the great emails and tweets and posts. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll be doing a little bit more uh, talking about my health, but surgery is scheduled for May 24th. I'm optimistic about it. And so um, F cancer and no retreat, no surrender. For now, you take care, wear a mask,
remember to social distance, go get vaccinated. Yeah. And let's be good to each other <laughs> because that's the only way we're going to get through this. Thank you and goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listing Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.